Hey, hey, guess what? I'm recording this podcast in my Seattle home. Woohoo! I'm very, very excited to be doing this, and I'm excited for many, many episodes to come from this Seattle place. I have been here all week. I've been here since Sunday night and it has just been a lot of settling in and figuring out what this space is. So I wanted to give y'all a little update today. So here we go. Okay, let me be the first to say that breaking like the fourth wall or whatever, it is difficult to find a place to record this episode when my whole house has hardwood. And that's something I really didn't realize when I was looking at the pictures online and when we did the FaceTime with the realtor, but there was no carpet in this whole house, which is fine. I mean, that's easy to keep clean. I mean, I think from the sense that like someone didn't, you know, squish their nasty feet into the carpet, like I just feel like it feels cleaner that it's hardwood, but it's very echoey. And so I had to kind of huddle in the girls' playroom, which I'll talk about, and record this episode. And so I wanted to first talk about what I absolutely love about the Seattle place. So um, let's see. So when I think first about what is like striking about this place it's the main floor so it is a i want always want to call it a townhome but i mean we don't share walls with anybody i don't know why i want to say that it just feels like that because when you enter in on the first floor it's the garage and it's a guest bedroom and then everything's stacked on top of it so it's three floors and i don't know why for some reason three floors just just makes it feel like that it's a townhome but it's not i mean it's it's a house and um so the main floor is very spacious it is like the kitchen the dining room and the living room and kind of an office area all in one and so i don't know how that's going to feel with babies running around and with um you know just a lot of people but It is definitely fun from the sense of putting stuff away. It just feels clean and open and completely different than any other place we've ever lived in. So I do love that. Um, I do love all of the storage. There is so many places to put stuff away. There is a lot of like built-ins and random things. And built-ins in my head makes me think that it's like like a craftsman style and it's not. It's very contemporary storage. It feels kind of Ikea-ish in a sense, like just clean and minimalistic, um, which is different than my style. And so it's been interesting and funny to see how my like traditional furniture and decor has fit into this very minimalistic modern place. Um, so that's interesting, but there is tons of storage. So, and I, I mean, golly, I threw away so much stuff in New Hampshire. And so I feel like what's fun is that there's just places to put everything. And for right now, for the purpose of this week, it's been kind of like, just get stuff in a place and I can organize it later because I'm here by myself. Uh, Christopher is really sadly on a work trip this week. And of course the girls are still in Kentucky with family. And so I've been able to basically put my head down, unbox everything, try to figure out what the lay of the land is. And I've been doing it by myself. So even just driving around by myself, I'm just in this like crazy new city all by my lonesome. And it is a good way to really learn about a place because you're not like, you know, emotional or anything with another person. And so that's been interesting. But yeah, long story short is there's tons of storage. So I've just been pushing things away. And I know at one point I'll go back and reorganize things, but I did need to just get to a stopping place with each room so that when the girls come, it's not just like there's boxes, box cutters, and just paper everywhere. 
But yeah, so I mean, at first glance, I absolutely love the place. I'm super excited. One of the things that I thought was really interesting is it has three balconies. So there's two balconies on the front that are kind of smaller balconies. And I feel like like the southerner in me wants to call them like a smoking porch or a sleeping porch. But on the back side, there's a ginormous porch or like ginormous for the sense that like if you open up the front and the back balconies, it just feels like this is a ginormous living space. So I'm kind of excited to just have that feeling of sitting out on the uh, balcony and maybe eating dinner out there or letting the girls just experience some fresh air. And if, I mean, the rumors are true and it does rain as much, we will definitely still feel like we can have fresh air by, you know, closing the screens, but opening the doors. So I'm super excited about the three balconies. And then another thing that I guess is nothing I picked or anything like that, and it's really a hard thing to see over a camera, is I love our fridge. Our fridge is just really, it feels really clean and nice and new. I, I wonder when they bought it. I don't know. It just feels clean and nice and new. And I am coming off of my fridge in New Hampshire. It looked like if you looked at that fridge in New Hampshire, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's a great, I mean, it's a French door fridge. But y'all, this fridge was the bane of my existence. So for the French doors, you had to close it left first and then right. If you opened up the left door and you kept the right door closed, you had to open up the right door to close the left door and then close the right door. And I can't tell you how many guests would just slam it closed, practically break the fridge, not like their fault or anything. They wouldn't know. How would you know? Normally, you would be able to just close either side of the door. But so this fridge here in Seattle is a French door fridge, but you know, kind of the right way to do it, which is you can close either door, you can open either door. The drawers, if I open up the right door, door just by itself, you can open up the right drawers where in New Hampshire, you had to open up everything to touch everything. So that was a little frustrating, but I mean, hey, we don't have that fridge anymore. So sorry for the new homeowners. Um, and so here I really do love the fridge and it's been fun to kind of like stock it a little bit. And it was funny to walk in because Christopher is a bachelor. And so he had basically tons of beer and some leftover pizza and some like iced coffee. So sweet, Christopher. Um, so we will definitely have to stock the fridge when I come back, but love that fridge. Oh, and I also have to say, y'all, I got the everyday pan from our place. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but it is a big deal to me. I've been looking at this pan for years. And unfortunately, if you follow as many influencers as I follow on Instagram, everybody posts about it. Like, I just feel like people like die for this pan. And so anyway, I had to figure out what the hype was and I had a 25% off coupon. So I got it. I'll link it in the show notes. And I became the sweetest wife ever because of course, Christopher is here by himself during the week and one of the main reasons that he is here without us meaning we are in Louisville is because he has work dinners and late nights and he's working a crazy amount and so I just felt like I wanted to give him a little bit of love so I made some dinners that are in the freezer right now so he can just pull them out and reheat them and he can feel like he can eat something else versus just like a bowl of cereal or whatever and he's really a great cook I'm not giving him a lot of credit but I did use my awesome pan. So I'll link that in the show notes, but I'm so happy about it. Also, one thing to Christopher's credit that he got was we needed a new trash can. And um, I feel like all the other trash cans, especially in New Hampshire, have been like in the cabinets. And so this one is a trash can that needs to sit out. And so I definitely think Christopher splurged on it. I'll have to ask him how much it is and I'll link it in the show notes. But it is a great trash can. It's by the brand Simple Human, I want to say. 
and it just gosh it's just like it fits so much i have to say though i believe i have to buy a very specific type of trash can liners i think i'll need to research that too but yeah i mean i just love that trash can it's a really great trash can so yay for trash cans and then the other thing that just is nothing that I did, but I love the height of each room. So the playroom that I'm currently in, really tall ceilings. Our bedroom just feels like it has the tallest ceilings and it just feels so nice and there's great can lights. There's plenty of you know, visibility around the room. And I mean, I don't know why. It's just something I really notice, And I don't know if I've been in a lot of homes that have just have really low ceilings or older homes or what, but the ceilings are very, very tall here, y'all. And especially, I mean, if you think about, I'm thinking about recording a podcast, it's really difficult with hardwoods and tall ceilings to make sure I don't have all this echoing. But then also, okay, thinking about layout, like I explained to you, there is three levels and the bottom level is the garage, a little foyer area, some closets, and then the guest bedroom, which we're using as a guest bedroom slash kind of workout room. I think we'll have some workout equipment in the garage, but my Peloton for sure will be in that guest bedroom. But I'm very excited about that. I feel like as a guest, like even like my parents, like it's just nice to have separation between you and your guests and have them have their own bathroom. They can take their own showers. They don't have to worry about the girls toys just sitting in the bottom of the bathtub so I'm happy for that for the guests whoever they are could be any of you to come feel like they have their own space and especially because I know a lot of our guests meaning my parents and Christopher's parents have dogs and so um, the walk out to the backyard is off of the guest bedroom and so both my parents and Christopher's parents can easily take out little Coop and little Sam. So that's kind of nice for them. And then I also just feel like the area that we lived in, which is something you can't see on FaceTime. So when we FaceTimed the realtor to see the place, which we were those crazy people that did that, we of course can't be like also drive around and tell us how it feels to like have the intersection and what does it look like at five o'clock? Like those things you just figure out once you live there. And so being here all week, I've really experienced that. One thing is we are super near a uh, elementary school or it might be a middle school, but we're near a school. And so I love that from the sense that I love seeing kids like walking to school in the morning and it's cool to just, I think even from a safety standpoint to think that we're near a school. But also I think that combined with that and the fact that we're not far away from some big businesses, it just has made for really a crowded area. And I've even thought about the fact that since we're so close to Ellie's preschool, that I might walk her to school just because having to do turnarounds and, you know, figure out where to park and all the things, it might just be closer and easier and obviously quicker to walk her to school. So I don't know what that's going to look like. So we'll see come January for that. But I just, I mean, I think that one thing that is super, super positive about the area is it is so, so diverse, like the most diverse area we have ever lived in. And we lived in Texas, but Texas is Texas. And then New Hampshire felt very undiverse, not diverse, not diverse. Yeah, that was New Hampshire. No offense to New Hampshire. I love New Hampshire. It's just not diverse. And here, I see a lot of Indian people. I see a lot of Asian influence. And it's just really amazing to see that. And that's just totally different than any other place I've ever lived in. And so, of course, even along with that, there's a lot of different cuisines to try. And I'm not just talking about like sushi. Like there is 
crazy cool restaurants to try. And I have to say, I think if Christopher's listening to this, he's like, are you kidding me? Like you stick to Mexican, you stick to sushi. That is Anna Duffy. But I will tell you y'all, I think I'm going to branch out of my comfort zone and try some of these fun new cuisines. And I have to also say, just like thinking about this past week, I posted a lot on the Every Mom Needs a Friend Instagram. I really just felt like it was a good opportunity to really showcase kind of the moving process, like all the boxes and getting settled into a new home. And I just documented a lot. So make sure y'all are following me on there. And I, I promise I'll post more moving updates as they come. But of course, with every coin, there's another side. So let me tell y'all about a couple things that I am just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is different than I thought. So The first thing that I hate to be really shallow and frivolous, but so there was no sales tax in New Hampshire. And that like was something I thought like, oh, this is not that big of a deal. I wouldn't notice it that much. But you know what? You notice it when you don't have sales tax and you move to a place that has crazy sales tax. So I actually don't know what like the sales tax is here. But what I do know is that the state of Washington has like a I think it's like a 30% on top tax. So if you have the normal sales tax and this is an on top tax for specifically alcohol and tanning. And I mean, I'm not like going to the tanning bed. I am I am a big proponent, as y'all heard in my skincare episode, I'm big proponent of faux tanning. And every once in a while, I really do like to go to the tanning booth, the sunless tanning booth, because I feel like it gets like a really more intense faux tanning, you'll get like every crevice of your body. And that's kind of nice, especially for the weekend ahead that I can have a really good sunless tan. But I I mean, I digress. So basically when I walked in and I was trying to buy a couple, you know, packages of the sunless tanning, because I know I do this too. um, The lady was like, just so you know, because I think you won't know, there's going to be an extra 30% like charge on top. And that's just because there is a tax on alcohol and on tanning. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, is this like the Anna Duffy tax? Like what, do they make this just for me? But it's fine. It is what it is. I'll learn to cope with the 30% increase on top of also sales tax, which I'm not used to. Um, Okay. So let me go back to the house. Um, One thing that's just like eating at me is irking me, you could say, is when you are unboxing stuff in a house, there is so many boxes and all this paper. And I'm I mean, we can talk about like saving the planet another day. It's just like feels like an immense waste, but just truly the sense of like it's hard to wrap your mind around you're actually making progress when there's boxes everywhere. And I'm talking about empty boxes. And if you take all the stuff out, then you have all the stuff out of the box as well as the box that you just took the stuff out. So it just feels like chaotic in my mind. I don't know if there's a better system for it. And the boxes are like very expensive, very heavy duty and Honestly, I waited till Christopher came home on Monday night before he left for his work trip and was like, can you help me get all these boxes all to the garage? So that being said, the next point is the boxes are filling my garage all. I don't even know what my garage looks like. And Christopher said one of the selling points of this place is big garage, lots of storage in the garage. But I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you what the garage looks like. It is floor to ceiling, front to back, boxes. And that, let me go back to storage. So, so I said storage was a good thing. I was loading up. We have a under the stair storage in the first floor. And I picture that storage as kind of Christopher's tool area. I don't know why I just had it as that because there's not really like a designated, like unfinished basement where Christopher can 
put his tools in or whatever. And so I was loading some of the stuff that I thought would be more like Christopher tool type items in this under the stair storage. And there was this little like tab like you'd see on like a Coke can. And so I lifted it and there the whole carpet. Oh, and that makes me think the only carpet in the whole house is in this one storage room. And I wonder why. That makes no sense. I don't know why, but maybe that's where my little podcast area will be. But that being said, I don't think it will be because I saw this little tab. I pulled up and the floor lifted up and you can go under the house. And I was like, oh, no, ma'am. That is where someone is storing a dead body in this house. I (laughs) locked the closet. I put stuff in front of the closet. I'm like, no, 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 because I'm here by myself and I do not want anybody sneaking in through this little under the house storage. It's just real freaky, I just have to say. So don't love that, but I mean, like maybe I'll grow to love it because maybe that's an area we can put like extra storage items. I don't know. It's just was like creepy vibes for sure. Oh, and so like, I'll, okay, let me go back to, let me like say, like I said, it's super like busy intersection around my house which again is great. And I'm excited that like DoorDash stuff takes like 10 minutes to get to my house when I DoorDash whatever. But I do hear the occasional maybe once a day, maybe twice a day ambulance or like a fire truck or whatever. I literally think I said out loud like, what's happening? What's going on? Because I really realized that I was conditioned from A, living in New Hampshire and like the country it felt like, and then B, living in Kentucky in the country. I mean, goodness, you, if you hear an ambulance, like it's coming somewhere near you. And so I was like, oh no, what's going on? And I mean, of course, that just means they're going through the busy intersection on their way to wherever they're going. And I just felt like, wait, have I ever lived in a city before? Like what is going on? Why am I so freaked out about an ambulance? I just laughed about that to myself, which y'all, if you spend like a day or two by yourself, do you not start talking to each other out loud? Just me? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. All right. So, um, switching gears a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about the plan ahead because I have a lot of scheduling things coming up and I just wanted to share with you like I would a friend of like what's going on in my life. So what I'm very excited about and what I got my spray tan for is I'm going to Napa this weekend. So Christopher is coming off of his work trip and is going to meet us in Napa and a sweet couple that is so dear to us is meeting us in Napa. So Rach, I'm so excited to see you. Can't wait. It'll be so much fun. And y'all have never been to Napa and I'm like a wino and I've never been to Napa. And we were supposed to go last year, but then LOL COVID, but we are finally going. So we're going to go to wineries. There's also a PGA golf tournament. So we'll get to go to that on Saturday. And also I have a connection that's going to get us into the Culinary Institute of America. And we're going to get a behind the scenes tour. And I'm just really excited about that. But, and then, okay, so then I'll get to see Christopher this weekend. And then in two weekends, Christopher will come to Louisville. And then the following week, I go to Florida with family. And then after that, I go to Jackson, Tennessee for a college friend's wedding. And I get to see my two college roommates. I'm so excited to see them. And then after that, well, so Christopher will come with me to the wedding, just to say. And then after that, guess what? We finally moved to Seattle. So I'm very excited about that. I just can't believe that. I can't believe that I'm already here you know, moving stuff in. And then I know it feels like so far away. So Anna is talking to Anna, but 
it's gonna fly by it really will fly by there's so many fun things ahead and Christopher always says when I get stressed out and there's all scheduling things or things like this he's always like Anna these are good things so it's just hard because like I don't want to fly through all these amazing things weddings and trips and and fun experiences and just be getting to the next thing. So I'm really trying to settle down and really live in the moment in the best way. And I'm just kind of giggling at myself because my cousin always makes fun of me. Basically at any point in my life, I always have a rolling like six months up to a year calendar. And I have to say it's been very stretching for me to to be in limbo like this. But as you've heard, um, I have a lot of events. And so it feels like normalcy in a sense, because I know what the next thing is. But it's just those in-between moments that I just feel like I am walking around. I was going to say with a bird with its head chopped off, but I'm pretty sure people say chicken. So I think I'm a chicken with its head cut off. Is that right? Anyway, someone looked that up. But so these are all good things. And I really do feel so, so blessed that this is my life. And I really want to leave space though for the downside of moving too. And I want to be able to give myself that space to feel sad sometimes. And like even just today, I got a glimpse of Seattle culture and it was a little bit of a culture shock. I mean, in its own little way, I just feel like I speak so slow and people here speak so fast and they cut you off. And it makes you feel like you're not valuable as a human and I just feel like I don't understand what's going on sometimes and I know that's silly but just in like very normal like customer service settings I feel like they're just hurrying me along and that's just hard so it's okay that I feel overwhelmed and sad but also can look forward to this amazing time too and there's still a lot to organize and I am pumped that we get to buy some new pieces that we like will specifically love for this space and like one of them is a new bed frame and I'm very pumped we're gonna go all out and get the Pottery Barn one we've been looking at for a while I'm very excited about that but to listen to my own advice I am praying for this time I'm praying for my future friends I know firsthand how much of an impact just one natural friendship can have on me. And so I'm praying for that one. And and like I said in previous podcasts, I'm praying for my Hannah. And so complete side note, let me just like jump to the side. On the day that this episode is dropping is the beginning of the new Dancing with the Stars season. And I don't know if y'all are Dancing with the Stars fans, but I am big time. My Aunt Bonnie and I watch every season and we phone call or email about every single episode. It has been such a fun thing for us to share. And in fact, Aunt Bonnie said that if I ever can get us tickets to it, that she would fly me out and pay for the whole experience. And I just want to do it so bad. So if anybody has a hookup or understands how to get to the Dancing with the Stars show, which in hindsight right now with COVID, I'm pretty sure there's not a live audience, which there wasn't last year, but maybe this year they would. I'm very interested, but I'm very excited. So y'all keep up with me on that. And um, like I said, please follow me on Instagram. Every mom needs a friend. That is where I'm posting a lot of moving updates, blog updates, podcast updates. And of course, check the show notes on everymomneedsafriend.com for pics and updates on our house, which is very exciting. But that's it, y'all. Thanks for listening to my little update episode. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.